Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now we're back on ales. Yes. But I didn't pick this ale. This was picked by Adrian, and kindly, kindly donated by Adrian. So thank you very much, Adrian. And uh, I've seen this, but I thought, oh no, no, no. I was kind of avoiding it, and that's why I, I like Caitlin Adrian. Also, if anybody, just while I'm on, if anybody has any suggestions um, for any beers that they would like me to review, then let me know, put them down in the comments, don't be shy, and I'll see what I can do. Because again, if people are recommending beers that I probably wouldn't normally buy, then it takes me out of a comfort zone, and yeah, that's a good thing. Because again, there's no point in me just buying beers that I think I might like. It's better for me to kind of uh, also review and buy beers that I probably wouldn't normally buy. So again, if you've got any suggestions in, and again, if anybody has them listen to the podcast, again, get them fired in as well to the comments and things like that. So he's donated this one and I've seen it a couple of times, but I kind of thought, well, maybe later, not not now. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it later and things like that. So I was really just kind of putting it off. And he mentioned it. <laughs> and he sent me a picture. He says, have you, have you done this? I'm like, no. Have you got it? No, I've, I've seen it, but I've, I've not actually done it yet. And I wasn't really planning to. Um, and any great rush. Or at least. <coughs> so he got it and uh, he got it for me. So it's a black sheep um, beer. And it's Crywolf Black IPA. So there you go. Let's try and get it up right there. So Cry Wolf. Bit of a strange name. So it is. And it being a black IPA, well, that was a thing that was putting me off. Uh, but anyway. Um, so he got this. I'll put the details, price, everything else. But it's 5%, 500 mil. Um, there's a wee bit. It says, produced by Paul Thigston, the original black sheep. And uh, Cry Wolf Black IPA. Um, expect the unexpected. That's definitely a quote from Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Always expect the unexpected. Um, the Sherlock Holmes series. And uh, the fierce bite of roasted malt meets with the gnarly tropical bitterness of New World hops. Don't be deceived for in the darkness lies a juicy IPA preying on the taste buds. <laughs> and a lot of old shit. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure when they were coming up with that, oh, that's going to be lovely. It's, it's, it's so poetic in the back label, and you think, a lot of fucking woolly pish. And that's what it is. So it's brewed in the UK with Black Sheep Brewery, PLC, Masham, North Yorkshire, bloody blah, blah woody woo. But yeah, is there anything else on it? Fierce Black IPA brewed with a pack of North American hops. So they're also referring to New World hops as American. Hmm. So New World hops, I would always can refer to as more kind of down in the kind of Oceania region, you know, down in kind of New Zealand, Australia, down in these kind of areas. And uh, 
I think I, I probably gained towards kind of Canada and uh, these type of places down into kind of South America, these kind of new world areas. I would really class, I, I always class American hopes as separate in their own right and just call them American style hopes or American hopes. But yeah, now this was voted gold. No, what does it say? Voted gold by the world's best beer judges. For what though? But anyway, we'll, well, we'll research it more anyway. I'll put it down there. But well, it's one of gold. Aye. So it's the same as Sebastian Coe. So we're drinking Sebastian Coe because he won a gold as well. <laughs> but anyway, let's get it poured. Oh, what the fuck is that sitting on top of the glass now? Jesus Christ. That fucking boy again. Oh, bloody hell. Can't you? Jesus. It's either that or the bloody wife. Can you leave things? Can you leave things out in the... Right in the blooming sink to bloody dry. You know, hand dry because I'm doing the thing. He's oh, buckets right in. Right, let's see how this is going to pour. Well, it's definitely dark. It's kind of... I'm looking at it as a kind of... Light's kind of shining through the bottom of it and I'm straightening up the glass. And it's sort of kind of ruby kind of colours, you know, sort of garnet colours. You can see quite a lot of light coming through the kind of bottom of it. You maybe don't show up so much, but I can see it from this side showing up. Um, but yeah, it's sort of kind of ruby-esque, kind of sort of garnet colour. Smell-wise, you know, I'm getting malt. But I'm getting hot, so I'm also getting a kind of slightly sweetness. I'm getting slightly fruitiness, kind of slightly dry fruits. So, uh, this is what it looks like. Put the glasses up, try and look professional. There we go, that'll be marvellous. I'm doing this for Instagram because they they love a picture of a, a pint too, they do. Obsessed by it. Unbelievable. I've been blocking a lot of people on Instagram because they've got a lot of wee lasses. Kind of basically scantily clad, keep basically suddenly being, wanting to be my pal. And I'm like going, fuck off. And seriously, jailbait is we used to call it, you know. I'm like, no, 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 I'm sorry, love. No. Wrong guy. I might look like an old pervert, but. So to disappoint you? No, no, no. no. Uh, not, not for me, Treacle. You know what I mean? I, I want pictures of, of nice pints. That's what I'm looking for. Not, not nice tights, you know. But anyway, they're just kind of strangers. I've been a lot of them basically, you know, suddenly start following me, and I'm like, nope, I'm blocked <laughs> straight away. You know. So that's a bit, the last couple of weeks, as a case, as there's been quite a few I've had to block, for sure. Yeah. Because certainly, I mean, if they're actually looking at the Instagram pictures and you see me going, like, <laughs> you're thinking, oh, <laughs> he looks like a deviant. <laughs> I'll befriend him. <laughs> no, no, I might look like a deviant, but let's be totally honest, I can't be arsed. Really can't. No, I mean, 
Even my younger days, but no, no, no seriously, no. <laughs> no. Too lazy. And I uh, can't be arsed. So, there's the smells. And more. There's a strange smell there that I'm picking up off it. And it is. It's almost like Turkish Delight. It is slightly floral. That's what I'm getting. It's like kind of Turkish Delight florals. Oh, I've got an itchy back now. Jesus, can not be hustling that now. That's a bit strange. I didn't expect that to be in there. It'll be interesting to see, because I'll do some research to see what hops are in there, because obviously I've seen the New World hops, and they're referring to American hops, which again is a bit strange, but... Uh, there might be some other kind of more traditional British hops in there as well, I don't know. But yeah, getting that little kind of... that kind of sweetie kind of floralness that you get with Turkish Delight. So let's see what it tastes Well, it's not citrusy in any way, shape or form. But what I'm getting doing is little talk chocolate tones. That's the first thing I noticed when I had that first sip there. I'm thinking, picking up little chocolate, you know, dark chocolate tones here. Which is a bit strange because going by how it's described as I've read it to you and everything else, I wasn't going to be expecting to get that. What else were they saying about that? Like they said it's malty. Well, yeah. But roasted malts, maybe, maybe the roasted malts, yeah, maybe. But I expected this to be more hoppy than than malty. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, that. Actually, not too bad. I've noticed that. Some of the flavours I was getting just when I had my first sip has slightly died down with the second sip. That's always a problem, though. It's whether you initially get these flavours from the first sip. It's whether they can be maintained throughout the beer. And uh, then we're starting to get some uh, proof of that might not be the case. Um, I mean, there is a bit of bitterness there, but it's it's not what it's described in the label. The bitterness is a lot lighter than what I expected, going by how it was described in the label and how they're basically saying, you know, meets the gnarly tropical bitterness of the New World hops. Don't be deceived. In the darkness lies a juicy IPA pretending, or sorry, preying on the taste buds. And then what it says here is fierce black IPA pured with a pack of North American hops and blah, blah, and all. And it's like, you know, it's, it's hops, it's hops, you know, and mm, it's bitterness and oh, it's sharpness and everything. And it's not, it's actually quite mellow. And, uh, they call it a black IPA. That was good. I just kicked the cameras. Fucking stand there, eh? Need my size change. There you go, you fucker. Take that, you know. 
Ah, but anyway, now that the camera stopped vibrating because I'm such a divot, um, it does, it reminds me of, it does, it's, it, the, the black IPA is, for me, It's throwing me. It's it's throwing the beer because by how it's described and all the claptrap on the label and everything else, because it is claptrap, because right now I'm drinking it and a lot of the shit they've put on the label has just been proven to be shit. Um, and it's disappointing from that point of view. But it is kind of misdescribed. It really is. Um what it to me what it is is like it's like a dark ruby ale with some chocolate tones kind of dark chocolate tones so it's like imagine as a case as though you've got a dark ruby ale um and it's kind of almost starting to kind of transition towards a porter it's not a porter, it's a ruby ale, but it's at that end of the scale where it's kind of sort of transitioning away from being a ruby ale and, and, and into the next stage, which is more towards, like I say, a porter with the kind of chocolate tones and everything else. So it is. Especially with roasted malts. Because like stouts, they have roasted grains. That's what gives you the, the flavours and how it's different from a, a porter. Is stouts have roasted grains, whereas porters have dark roasted malts. That's where it comes into. And this has that kind of roasted malt flavours. But it just has a slightly dark chocolate tones. And overall, it's actually quite nice. All this bollocks about the hoppiness, no. The hoppiness I'm getting is more floral. There's nothing from the point of view that... I mean, maybe these floral flavours are, are coming from, obviously, um, the hops, but are they coming from the new old hops? Well, if they are, then I'd say, what's the fucking point? Because you get the exact same flavours using British hops. Um, because there's nothing kind of... Identifying, you're getting sort of dry, fruity flavours and everything else. You're getting a bit of floralness, like I said, because with the smell, you can get kind of slightly Turkish delight with a kind of slightly rose watery kind of, kind of florally smells. And uh, overall, I think the beer in the glass is more traditional British. The label, what it says in the label, is trying to kind of maybe appeal to other kind of uh, um, style of beer drinkers, you know, maybe more towards the kind of craft side of it and kind of hyping it up and everything else, but it does taste and act more like a, a kind of traditional beer brewed with more kind of British traditional ingredients. But overall, it's actually quite nice. So it's actually quite a nice beer. Which I'm surprised, but this is what it comes down to. This kind of proves that by going by what the label says and everything else, I'm kind of turning myself away from it, thinking, oh, God, 
fucking bollocks in a bottle. And there's the age you think, well, what's that? I've seen that. Have you done that? Have you got that? No, no. You want me to get it? If you want. I'll get it then. All right. Cheers for that, agent. And there's me now doing a review and I'm tasting it. And I think, this doesn't taste anything really like it's described in the label. And it's actually quite a nice beer and it is more of a traditional British beer and it does act and taste more like a traditional British beer. And you're thinking, that's why it's better for me to be kind of pushed out of my comfort zone. And that's the good thing about Adrian, because he helps to do that. But also, if he's ever want to kind of recommend a beer or want me to kind of get hold of a beer to try. Another thing also that I want to say coming up, that I'm going to pick five Christmas beers. And I'm going to try and identify them and get them over the, the month of uh November as much as possible and what I'll do is I'm going to list them so I'll list them I'll mention them in videos but I'll also put them out as a message as well like in a notification that this is the beers that I'm going to be reviewing under the kind of a Christmas ale or Christmas beer kind of a series and there'll be five beers and if you want to obviously get them yourselves and obviously you know I will put up as a premiere, I'll let you know and kind of schedule them so you'll know when they're coming up. And if you just want to get them and, and try them yourself at the same time. So basically when I release the, the video, feel free to obviously, if you want, get them yourself and, and, and see what you get and kind of compare to what flavours you're getting from these beers to what I'm getting. And of course, like I say, it's always subjective and you're going to get stuff that I'm not going to get and vice versa and things like that. But let's see what kind of outcome we get at the end of it, even with the kind of uh, differences in taste buds and everything else and profiles and characteristics and what we like and what we don't like and things like that. But it'll just be interesting to see, would you score? And of course, feel free once we've actually reviewed the videos and that to comment to see what you would give it out of 10 compared to what I give it out of 10 and see how close we are and things like that. So it'll be a bit of a kind of an experiment just to see where we are and uh, how much, you you know, you're getting from the beers compared to what I'm getting from the beers and things like that and just see where we are. So it'll be a bit more interesting and see if you're picking up the same flavour profiles and characteristics and it'll just be interesting just to see what you're getting compared to what I'm getting. But be honest. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. So my view is if you basically say, well, no, I... You hated the beer. I thought it was wonderful, and I was getting these flavours that you weren't getting. But that's fine. Stand, you know, stand your ground and, and and say that, and don't be embarrassed. And you're not wrong with that. If you basically review it yourself, taste it, and you get these flavour profiles, and you like them, then great. We'll, we'll say so. And if they're different from what I'm getting, then then fine. That that there is no wrong answer. But it'd just be interesting to see what you get compared to what I get, and uh, vice versa. And, uh, yeah, so that's the kind of thing coming up. Plus also for kind of um, a bit some special beers coming up for um, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, some more kind of special kind of um, vintage kind of beers. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to be like as well. So um, look out for them. So that, that's like what's coming up in the festive period. So we'll be doing some some Christmas beers and I will be listing them. And if you want to basically try them out with me as well, then, then feel free 
and uh, and see what you get. Um, and if anybody, I suppose, if you want, with one of them, if anybody's interested, we can do a live one, if you want. On the last, so we'll do five Christmas beers, and if they want, on the fifth one, um, we can schedule it, and we can do a live session, and if people have got the beers, then we can do it live, and we can see what everybody's getting and things like that, and it could be a bit interesting, and just kind of make it a bit more fun and just do something a bit different for the Christmas period. So if people are interested in that, again, let us know down below, and uh, we'll, we'll try and kind of obviously get it sorted and set up. But in the meantime... This isn't a bad beer. And the strange thing is, though, the bitterness I'm getting is more coming from the malt, kind of slightly chocolatey, dark chocolate, than from the hops. I'm getting more floralness from the hops. I'm getting bitterness from the, the roasted months. <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> well, I'm back at B, yeah. But yeah. So let's be doing the flavour. Start off, you're getting some, some dark malts straight away. Right at the front of the mouth, you're getting some dark malts, and you are getting a little bit of bitterness coming from them. You've got some, some grains there, so a little bit of grain flavour. But there isn't really that much sweetness, because what sweetness you would probably expect to get is being offset by the slight kind of... Uh, Bitterness coming from the, the roasted malts. And, uh, yeah, so it's quite an interesting kind of, going by what it says in the label and everything else, you know, the front of the mouth is like thinking, well, here's a contradiction. <laughs> you say this, but really, this is what you're going to get. And it is, it's a kind of, it's very different from how it's described and calling it a black IPA, I mean, is that because you might sell more under the name of Black IP rather than Ruby Ale? Mm, I don't know. Kind of strange. And then you move on to the kind of mid tongue, and that's when all this kind of oh, the old of British hops, you know, aromatic British hops, can to kind of come into it, and there's a lot of floralness and everything else. And yeah, the the roasted bolts are still there with the bitterness. There isn't really much sweetness. Greens certainly die down a bit. But yeah, you're getting a lot of kind of frawlness and a little bit of dry fruitiness coming through as well. Not massive loads, but enough for it to be quite easily identified. Um, so yeah, so you've got nice floralness, some nice little dry fruits, accents. But you still have this nice kind of bitterness coming from the, the roasted malts, this kind of slightly dark chocolatey kind of bitterness. Not overpowering, but just a nice level. But again, clean enough and clear enough to be easily identified. So it's not as case of, well, it's, it's, no, it's, it's quite front and centre. It is an accent, but it's quite a clear, clean accent, so it's not a problem with that. And uh, yeah, it is giving that character to the beer. It is basically, it's enough that it's holding back any kind of sweetness, you know. And yeah, it's quite nice. And then it moves on to 
the aftertaste. And this is a strange one because the malt kind of slightly dies down a bit, which allows the kind of slightly fruitiness and uh, slightly kind of floralness. You kind of slightly kind of ramp up a bit in the aftertaste. But you still get that little bit of bitterness there as well. Again, the sort of dark chocolate bitterness. But yeah, the last kind of flavours to dissipate is the kind of the dry fruit and the floralness. But you still have that bit of bitterness in the aftertaste as well. And overall, it's actually quite a nice beer. It's quite well balanced. And I can maybe understand then calling it a black IPA and saying it's this, that and the other. But it tastes more like a traditional British beer quite easily. And it tastes more like a kind of a ruby ale kind of knocking on the door of a of a porter, really. So it has some of the slight flavour profiles and characteristics of a porter, but still holds enough of the, the ruby ale's flavour profiles and characteristics for it to be a, a ruby ale. And going by the colour and everything else, it is more kind of rubyish and yeah, overall. I quite like it. I do actually quite like it. I'm surprised and fair play to Black Sheep because I'll be totally honest, I thought that this beer was going to be kind of, you know, trying to appeal to the craft beer drinkers and being a load of piss and just, just being a kind of Frankenstein's monster. And it's not. It's anything but, to be totally honest. So that's a bit of a strange one. But again, thanks to Adrian for that because he's taking me out of my comfort zone. So I, I like that. And that's why I keep saying, if you want to recommend a beer, then do so. And if I can get it, I will review it. I'll, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll buy it and I will have a go. And uh, it's good that Adrian donates beer. Adrian's a mate, that's why. I don't ask him to, but he thinks, well, no, he, he likes to kind of donate some beers just for me to see what I, I think and everything else. And that is very much appreciated. And it does take me out of my comfort zone. So... It's a good thing in, in lots of different ways because I don't have to buy beer. Just give me free beer here. <laughs> and maybe the Scots with the tight arse. I don't say anything wrong with that. I think that's a great thing. I think it should happen every day of the week. <laughs> Sometimes twice. You know? <laughs> but yeah. So from that point of view, it's very much appreciated. And... Uh, it's good as well from the review point of view because it does take me out of my comfort zone and that's a good thing. But what would I give this out of 10? Now, this is a strange one, though, because if I gave it as it's described in the label, then I probably wouldn't give it much because it's not really a black IPA coming from my point of view and my opinion. But if I treat it more of a traditional kind of ruby ale bordering on, on the edges of a porter, especially with a the roasted mills, then I'm actually going to give this quite a good score because it's very drinkable and very enjoyable. I'm just being honest. I don't give a shit if you agree with them now, but yeah, I'm quite actually surprised. But I will be honest. And uh, yeah, and as you can see, I've been, I've been wearing into it and I've been enjoying it. So, what would I give this out of 10? Well, it's a bit of a surprise, and fair play to Black Sheep, because I've been disappointed in a few of the products from over the past few months. So it's nice that they've, I've, well, I've accidentally come across it, thanks to Adrian, that um, it's actually a nice one. 
because I'm quite surprised. But with the flavour profiles that's ticking the boxes, I do like malt and I like roasted malts. I like malts in all different formats, whether it's pale malts, mediums, um, dark malts, roasted malts, um, and all that. So I like all that. And it is, and I like the hops because the hops are more traditional British. That's the flavours I'm getting. Um, whether they're using New World hops or not, or whatever they want to call them, they are acting more like a traditional British aromatic hops, especially with the floralness and everything else. I'm not getting any citrus or anything like that. I'm getting dry fruits from as the main flavour profiles. I'm getting floralness. I'm getting that in the aromas. I'm getting kind of floralness, rose water, Turkish delight. And with the kind of roasted malts, that's giving a sort of chocolatey edge to it as well that adds to that kind of Turkish delight, kind of, you know, Cabri's Turkish delight kind of uh, aromas. <sighs> but yeah, it's actually quite nice. And it's, I mean, it's, it's five from five, it's 5%, 500 mil. I don't know what it costs. Um, obviously, I'll find that out. Um, and I'll put that in the, the beer facts below. But yeah, I'm going to give that. I mean, it's actually quite nice. And especially in this type of weather, it's very apt for this type of time of year and everything else. And I'm going to give this a 7. I'm actually going to give this a 7 out of 10. And I'm very surprised that I'm doing that. But I'm enjoying it. It's a nice beer. It's got a lot of flavour profiles that are more traditional British. Um... So again, don't be fooled. I mean, obviously I was, but don't be fooled by the black IPA nonsense. Just look at it as a kind of a ruby ale bordering on a porter or has slightly porter kind of flavour accents, especially with the kind of dark chocolatey bitterness. And overall, it's actually a very nice beer. Nicely balanced, easy drinking. And in general, bags of flavour. I'll be totally honest, bags of flavour. And uh, I think maybe, I don't know if you've tried it or not, but if you haven't, and you maybe be put off the same as me with this black IPA nonsense and all this hops, hops, hops mentioned all over the labels, then don't be. Give it a go. Because you'd be surprised. It's actually a heck of a lot more traditional beer like than it is. Well, I'll be totally honest, it's not like any kind of craft beer. It is more kind of like a traditional beer. And if you like these kind of flavour profiles, then yeah, get wired in. Go and give it a go. But I think, yeah, I think there's a case as though they've kind of did it an injustice by putting that type of label on it because it's not that type of beer in any way, shape or form. But it is a nice drinking beer, a nicely balanced beer, nicely brewed beer. And overall, yeah, it's an it's a easy 7 out of 10. And uh, yeah, daft, isn't it? Just crazy, I'll show you what the, the wall's like. That you got a traditional kind of flavoured brewed beer, and they're making out it's something it's not, as if that's a bad thing. And then you taste it, you think, oh no, it's better than, than the shit you put on the label. That's <laughs> just madness. It really is. It's a very strange world, especially in the, in the beer industry. But yeah, fair play to Black Sheep. They've actually made a nice beer. They've marketed it as a, as a bit of a shitty beer coming from my opinion. But that has actually put me off buying it and reviewing it. 
which, which, which it's not a good business strategy if you put things on a label you think <laughs> there you go and you think no don't like the sound of that no, no there's plenty of other beers I could be buying and reviewing than that one no, no. I'll, I'll leave that for another day in other words other side of never you know until obviously somebody else buys it for you and say, hey, review that, you arsehole. Oh, if I must. Oh, oh swoon, swoon. And you think, no. Oh, you're lying, fuckers. Thank God you're alive. I mean, thank God you lied to the label. Cause, <laughs> I mean, if it tasted like how you described it, it'd be getting a spanking. It really would be, but no, fair play to you. It's nowhere near what you've described on the label. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. 5%, 500 mil, black sheep. You call it cry wolf? Well, it definitely is crying wolf because what they're saying is, isn't the truth. It's a bit of the, this is a bit of the old Peter and the wolf, as they say. So, yeah, I would recommend it. Give it a go. And, and, and if you do, or you have tried it, then let me know down below. Let me know in the comments what you think of it because it is it's how it's described and, and what it is. And I think maybe the crying wolf, but... And the name is maybe them kind of covering their arses a bit, seeing it, but it's this, that, and the other. But really, it's more of a tradition. We won't tell the craft buggers, let them buy it and find it out for themselves. They might like it. But yeah, 7 out of 10. Very nice, very drinkable. Lovely for the cold winter's night, which it's getting that way now because. My nipples are like fitbusters. I'm smuggling peanuts as I come out here. But anyway, thanks for watching. Cheers. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>